It's a whole new world. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh, all right. I, I think wait. we should start just by letting everyone know that uh, like minutes before our 1030 launch this morning, I totally changed the channel on Greg and said, can we do this later? And he was a yes to that. I'm super grateful for that because I got to participate in a really great seminar that was from 10 to 1130. Um, and I'm so stoked I got to do that. It was very inspiring. I'm fired oh, up. Right on. Right on. And uh, sorry, I'm doing 80 things at once. <laughs> All yeah. right. What was it on? Um, Ooh, are you a six-figure coach? The three things you're not doing yet to become oh. a six-figure coach. All right. A six-finger coach? Six-figure I have 11 fingers, actually. 10, 9, 8, 7, oh, 6, yeah. 5 is 11. You know, for someone with no children, you're pretty quick with those dad jokes. <laughs> Why, well, younger sisters. Oh, and you were a dad to them? That's a little curious. No. <laughs> you motherfucker. I get it. See what we did there? Ooh. Wow. All right, so this episode is celebrating Mark Went approaching the gates of heaven. One right. step away. I'll be 59 on, on Monday when this broadcast is um, available as a podcast. And today, Friday, March 4th, I'm still 58. Yeah, you are. Oh. What a great miracle being born into this time was. Yes. Right. Hey, um, you said you want to roast? No, I didn't say uh, I wanted to. I said I was expecting to be roasted. Well, I thought of one roast. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just get it out of the way so the rest of the podcast can be benign and eloquent? I don't know. It might be a really short podcast, depending on how bad the roast is. <laughs> you got to spit in my face. <laughs> Go ahead. Bring it if you got it. All right. Curly. So Mark Went says that he likes to go into the icy pool in the backyard for his physical health. But we all know he really wants an excuse for why you can't see his penis and balls. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. Ba-boom, I need boom. an excuse Ba-boom, for, boom. for why you can't see those things that no one really wants to see anyway. <laughs> that's so sad. We'd hope you would partner with someone who would want to see those things. Oh, well, sure. She does. Okay, good. Especially when I do that special dance in the shower. In the cold shower? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yellow rain, yellow rain. No, not that, not that dance. 
I believe the word is E W W W W. Look, we can play with things now. We have toys. Wait a minute. Oh, that should be it from the get go. Just do that. I don't know. See, I was looking at um another uh, show. You're annoying me now. You showed me, you teased me. I said so I liked it. Like there we this? go. You like this? It's much better. Look, it says Moped Outlaws right above our face. Yep, motorcycle gang. Yeah. Moped gang. You said there are toys as if there were more. Well, let's see. We could do this. <laughs> and then you could, <laughs> could just keep switching back and forth. I'm getting dizzy. Then we could do this. No, this. <laughs> but, hey, what, how do we get to you? All right. We're going back to what you like because it's your birthday. Yes, thank you. And for those of you who are listening to a podcast, we're playing with something from Steamyard.com, which allows us Streamyard.com, which allows us to both record and be live on various sources like YouTube and Facebook. And we're live on Facebook right now. In fact, why don't I go just check and see if there's anybody? No, we can see right here. I can see in the studio. There's no one watching right now. There's no one watching. No one's listening. No one's laughing. But, you know, the real the real point of this is to just get the podcast in the can. It's Monday as far as our podcast listeners are concerned. And so we just want to say happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Golden Bear. Happy birthday to you and many more. I hope so. The whole point of getting in that cold pool is to, to make it deep into my eighties or more. All right. How's, how's that cold pool plunge been going this week? been fucking cold it rained yesterday which actually made it strangely more tolerable the outside air was colder right yeah and plus dramatic yeah how how often did you go in this last week i've been in every day really yeah and how many minutes have what's the longest you stayed in i think i was over three minutes this week i got to three minutes on on wednesday i I get past the needles in my balls stage and uh, (laughs) right up by your throat (laughs) and then i i get out and it's like the thawing thing has its own painfulness too like the whole like thawing out afterward when the but man i feel so like it's almost like getting high which I don't do anymore. But after it's over, I feel a whole, like I'm a whole new man. Right on. Well, that's impressive. You've been building up. You added on a whole minute. So, (laughs) you you know, that sounds like weak, but I mean that seriously. Like anyone who's gone into icy water, every second counts. When I was talking about this with my partner today, Kathy, and, uh, you know, there's, um, the whole ice bath movement is related to this guy Wim Hof and the breathing that he does. And then the ice baths with him. And there just happens to be a morning group that I can go to and do online zoom Wim Hof breathing practice at seven o'clock. And so I'm going to start doing that. And my intention would be to jump in the pool right after. So I'll let you guys, I'll let you know how that goes at our production meeting on Monday. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you're uh, 
things look really nice and neat back there. Your bed looks super clean and, and put together. It's awesome. Thank and, you. Uh, my room looks pretty good. Yep, it does. It's weird, you know, like normally when we're on here, I see myself with the way that Zoom does the mirror image. And so oh, it's right. a little disconcerting now because the way things, I mean, you guys can't tell, but the way it looks to me is, is odd. I'm not used to this. Yeah, I see you this way every time. There's, right. Your door, your door is always on that side. Right, but the, I don't see it that way. My door is always on right. the other side. Right. Me. And that's funny because just this week I realized, oh, you know what? All this time I've been picturing like your backyard out the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I realized, oh, I'm looking at the mirror. Like, that's not really how Mark's house is situated. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I was thinking I about visit, you all get lost. <clears throat> I get lost when it's dark. I stubbed <laughs> my toe last night. Darkness. That's so funny because uh, you were about to say something, but now we're on the topic of darkness. The other night. Usually when I go to sleep, I read or I watch something until I'm just tired and I close my eyes pretty much right away. And the other night, I uh, turned off all the lights and everything. I kept my eyes open like I stayed awake in darkness. And I realized it's been a long time. I thought like as a kid, I have a lot of memories of being in bed and it's dark and just seeing the environment of darkness. And I realized it had been a long time since I just hung out in darkness. I, uh, I that brings to mind sensory deprivation that includes silence too. <clears throat> Have you done any of those floating tanks? I haven't done floating tanks, but um, if I put my uh, earbuds in and close my eyes, it's pretty close. I just close my eyes. Dreamweaver. Um, you know, there's one in Napa. That's pretty close to you guys, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's probably about 40 minutes, depending on where it is in Napa. Well, Napa's not that big. The city of Napa? Yeah. So, I think you could drive another five minutes if it's on the outskirts of Napa. <laughs> if you've driven 40 minutes. <laughs> I think you and Kathy might dig it. It's kind of cool. Yeah, do you know what they charge? It was reasonable, so I don't know off the top of my head. But I do recall that when I did it, it was something I felt affordable. Yeah, just they're salty, and you float, and you, you, uh, and you could do it with music talking. or without music. Well, that yeah. which is kind of ridiculous. Like if you're doing sensory deprivation, why would you do music? But deep meditation, guided med- musical, you know, med- right. meditation. Well, you can request uh, Black Sabbath if you'd like. Ah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, Tibetan Bells or Black Sabbath, it's your oh, choice. Oh, no, please, God, help me. <laughs> um, but it was trippy. I do recall, like, it was okay. I didn't have any out-of-body experiences. Yeah, I'm a little claustrophobic, so I'm wondering how I, I would relate. It would probably be a good thing for me to exercise some of that. And, you know, that, because I'm claustrophobic, and I didn't experience that in this situation. And I think I know why. Because here's what I did. I recall this now. Um, 
I would, I would feel where the ceiling is. And it was actually further than my mind was telling me it was. And then I was able to chill. And you can open it up anytime you need to. And right? you could open your up. Yes. And, and what I do recall is like it took a bit for my body to quit moving. Like every time I moved, you know, there'd be a ripple against the wall of the pod. And, um, but yeah, I definitely sank into a relaxed state. Yeah. Jesus didn't visit. That you know about. Jesus doesn't want me for a sunbeam. This is our music. You know, in honor of uh, Golden Bear's birthday, it's going to be a lot of music in this podcast. Yeah. Can we share stuff that's, you know, outside the realm or do we, is that going to get us in trouble? Well, yeah, I think I'd get us in trouble. You can play music. I got it. There is a way to do videos and all that, but I haven't got into that much. Yeah, yet. that's fine. All right. Maybe once in a while we'll do a, a all seeing eye dog productions like feature. I know I was thinking, cause I noticed the healer liked our posts that we were doing this live broadcast. I was like, oh, I should just, you know, send out a special invitation, but this week has been, you know, last week I said was chaotic because a friend died, had a movie, asthma. This week, you know, life is impacted. Let's just put it that way. Right. You just need a little castor oil for life. Yeah. So you don't, that ream doesn't feel so painful. Yeah. yeah. Even Dolly Parton, man, it's her new album she just came out with last week. A lot of the songs are like, yeah, life's fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> don't quit <laughs> right it, 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 it's, there's a surprise waiting at the end yeah you die <laughs> well that might not be the surprise you think it is but it is for a lot of people wait a second i heard about this but to me to me yeah yeah we just never know like that's why we celebrate birth is just because we never know you know I'm, I'm, intri I'm intrigued because, you know, I'm a huge Prince fan. And he said, I don't have birthdays. I had one birthday. That's right. The rest is like, it's something else. And what, why do I need to know a number? That's just going to set my mind into a weird, a weird space. Yeah. And he you died know? at 50. So fuck 57. him. On drugs. Yes. Fentanyl <laughs> claimed yeah. another one. Yeah. Him and Tom Petty, man. That was like a shooting gallery. Pew, pew. <laughs> Ugh. Two guys who wrote incredible music, man. Yeah. One of my favorite Petty songs is Southern Accents. And they both had hip problems. Yeah, that's why they were taking that fentanyl shit, because... Hips hurt. Hips hurt. Hips don't lie, as that's Shakira right. says. Yeah. Boom. Chick-a-boom. Chick-a-boom, chick-a-boom, chick-a-boom. Remember that song, Chick-a-Boom, Chick-a-Boom? Don't you just love Chick-a-Boom, Chick-a-Boom? Yes, I do. I'm old enough to remember that. Oh, and my Billy, God. don't be a hero. <laughs> don't be. <laughs> <laughs> don't something with your life. Come back and make me your wife. Yeah, exactly. And as he started to go, you know what else in that era? 
one tin soldier rides away. Right. Go ahead and hate your neighbor. Go ahead and cheat your friend. Do it in the name of heaven. You can justify it in the end. There won't be any trumpets blowing. Come to the On the bloody morning after. One soldier away. Did you see that movie? Yes. When it came out in theaters? Um, I know. I think I saw it later, like on Channel 36 TV, oh, late okay. at night one night. I saw it in theaters with a bunch of friends from the beach. Crystal Cove. That was, uh, I loved that movie. What was your favorite part? There's two, actually. The scene in the um, soda shop where the guy poured flour on the little Indian girl and Billy Jack came in and kicked his ass. And then the other was in the park. I'm going to put the right side of my foot on the left side of your face. And you know what? What? There's nothing you can do about it. (laughs) Bam! Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I like the one that followed up that one. A lot of people shit on that, but I thought it was cool with his whole thing with the Native Americans and joining the family, you know, becoming a, his medicine tribe. Well, the thing he went on, the hallucinogenic shit. Yeah. He got, oh, all the rattlesnakes bit him. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I think the Billy Jack and I guess, is it the legend of Billy Jack that's number two? I don't know what the second one was. You know, the first one was Born Losers. That was That's the one that introduced the Billy Jack character. Did you see that one? No. That one was kind of crazy. Good late 60s chaos movie with bikers and Billy Jack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it just makes me think of poor Leonard Peltier, who's just been sitting in jail all these years because of the lies of some FBI guys. Uh, but now we're going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Here yeah, we go. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Mark. <laughs> get too serious. That's what Mark does. He gets too serious. But honestly, Leonard Peltier should be free. I mean, come on. You know, I honestly don't know much about that situation. Yeah. I should check that That's out. worth a Google for sure. Well, worth a book read probably or two. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm reading this book now written by this gentleman who was born in the Philippines and came to the United States. And he didn't realize it, but he was smuggled in by his mother and his grandparents. So at 12 years old, he finds out he's here illegally. And he ends up being a brilliant reporter, a journalist, like works for the Washington Post and the New Yorker and just, you know, top journalist things. I think he even won a Pulitzer. But then he came out as I'm illegal. And what's very interesting, like one thing he brought up is um, for Americans in other countries, they're they're expats. Hey, expats. Right. Here in the United States, they're illegal immigrants. Right. And then he's talking about, you know, immigrants contribute over a billion dollars to the U.S. economy and federal government because they do pay taxes. 
you know, he as an illegal was still paying taxes. So it was very, it's a very good eye-opening book. Yes, the, the inequities of life in America. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Dolly was saying. Life is fucking hard. Woman up. Right. Yeah. She's got a fun song called Woman Up and Take It Like a Man. <laughs> fucking love her. She pegged it, man. Yep. <laughs> She's a good one. Yeah. So uh, what what dreams and aspirations do you have for your uh, 59th? Well, health yeah. is the, the, the word of the year. So just health. improving my um, consistency and the, the exercise practices. My knee is finally starting to feel like 85% healed, which means I'm going to start riding the bike. I'm going to walk the bridge on Sunday and not jump off, which is my usual, my annual. <laughs> my Every annual year you ritual. walk, you hit the middle and you go, mm, not this year. <laughs> Let's give it another year. All right. Wouldn't Which that be funny, funny if, like, you invite all your friends and family, we're all with you, we're walking across, and all of a sudden you just jump? What the fuck? Like, I can imagine, I mean, anybody who kills themselves on the Golden Gate Bridge, like, it's awful for the family. But to actually witness them going over the side right. would be, like, the the worst. Exactly. Awful. Not only that, but you invited everyone to witness it without telling them, you know? like. Well, I mean, I'm just going to out myself. I actually invite everyone so that I won't jump. <laughs> Is that real? It's a lot harder. Is that a real thing? I think so. Wow. So I'm not... I'm not really that interested in jumping. I'm not. But um, when I think about it and joke about it, and I actually touch that shadowy place in me, and I'm like, I'm revealing myself to you guys. Like, there's just don't worry. Uh, Those of you who are seeing this later, like, there's no need to call, like, any mental health professional. (laughs) We don't need the police on the doorstep. I'm fine. I'm not going to do anything, especially if you guys come. Well, if you stroke nicely, we will. <laughs> anyway, no. What, um, I love th- there's these lampposts that are on the Golden Gate Bridge, and they're all numbered. And so the reason I really do the ritual is because I really like taking my picture with the number for my age. Hmm. Do they and have once farther? We start on the um, north side. And so with every year, you have to walk farther to get to the number. And I think it goes up to around like at the number six. What you turn around at the number? You don't go all the way across. <clears throat> I don't usually go all the way across. All right. I definitely won't be going all the way across this year with my knee. Um, we could get a little wheelchair for you. Happy birthday, Mark! Not until I can't walk. <laughs> Have you done the backwards walk thing? Not really. I sort of experimented after we talked about it the other day. I just, but. Um, mostly I just get in the pool and you know, what, what's great about the healing now is I'm not taking any NSAID painkillers, which are bad for your liver. Right. So, um, I'm getting better. I did one thing last weekend where I went to the beach and I, I spent a lot of time standing around and walking in the sand and my knee was really sore after that. And I thought, Oh God, I'm, I just set myself back like weeks. Right. Cause it hurt so bad. I didn't. I I was back to feeling even better basically yesterday, Thursday. So that's a good sign. 
that I can actually exercise it, feel sore and have it not like set me all the way back to the beginning, which is what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to go for a walk on the beach the, um, or walk on the bridge. One of the other reasons why, and is that when I was a kid, when I was like seven or eight and we lived in the Bay area, I used to, you know, I was into, to, um, competitive to springboard diving and, um, I used to like to jump off high stuff. Like I used to drive my parents crazy because we would live in this house that was, you know, the, the stairway went up to the door, which was basically the second floor. And there's this graduated stairway that was like, had these rails where it would go like this. And then there'd be another one down here and it'd be like that. And that was basically half a stairway. So I started by jumping off of the four foot one under the lot. Oh, this is fun. Wee! And then the second one, Orienting <laughs> eight feet, right? Look, I can jump, and you know I was into evil Knievel. and then I would climb over the railing on the actual second floor and jump from there, which I guess was like nine or ten feet. And you'd say, "Dad, come watch," you know, hellion. So anyway, God, this must be really boring. If you're still tuned in, <laughs> it's not boring. <laughs> I used to come up with ways, like I heard about this thing that MIT used to do, which is how to protect an egg when you drop it off a building. So these guys would build these contraptions, these right, contraptions, right? right? Yeah. And so I used to try to figure out, well, how could I jump off the Golden Gate Bridge and survive? Well, what kind of contraption could I make? And uh, like barrels over Niagara Falls, you know, kind of, yeah. Kind of only. And, and so I thought about various things like, you know, spring loaded so that you, you get compresses and you're fine or, you know, various other shock absorber things. But my favorite one was a, um, <clears throat> you know, those cardboard barrels that are like 50 gallon drums, but they're cardboard. No. Like when you go to, have you ever donated for toys for tots? Yes, I do. Right. Know. Or a food uh, bank. Yes, yes, right. Yes, yes, yes. So my thought was I would fill that up with, three quarters of the way with um, jelly or no organic peanut butter. Right. Because it was the consistency of it was, it would stop you, but it Why was organic. Cause it was always the gooey stuff. Like if you get GIF, it's like already solid. Okay, right? Right, right? Right, right. Organic peanut butter is actually much more liquidy. Right. 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 And I thought, Oh, okay. Well that's what I'll do is I'll just, you would die in a vat of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great news headline. <laughs> Marin County gentleman dies jumping off Golden Gate Bridge. Well, but when you think about it, butter. if you loaded a 50-gallon tub three-quarters of the way with, with peanut butter, there'd be no way you could lift it over the, the railing, let alone well, jump with someone in it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you put the barrel over, and then you have a big old thing of peanut butter to pour into it. <laughs> the Golden Gate Guard police come up. What the fuck are you doing? I got this idea. It's MIT. Don't worry, man. I tested it on my nine foot porch. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's a, a small um, vision into the comic book of my brain. Um, <clears throat> it's beautiful. So yeah, that's that's kind of why my fascination with the bridge, um, and then. I, you know, a couple of times when I was was using mushrooms or psychedelics in my youth, I would have out of body experiences where I would fly out the Golden Gate over the Golden Gate. Ooh, that that kind of looks cool. Does look cool. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you listening, put on your 3D earmuffs. 
and you will hear the sound of... Well, what if we had stereo on this podcast? We could. Uh, MSR, what is it? AMSR? Is that what that is? Should I scratch oh, those, yeah, uh, those are so stupid. There's people who stream that on TikTok, and I just like, oh, my God. is who, How can you really be into this? Well, people like it, apparently. Some people really, really enjoy that. Some people feel like a nut. Some don't. Almond Joy has nuts. Mounds don't. So more facts about my birthday. Um, one of the things... I'm a Pisces, right? And then one of the things that's true about astrology, if you follow that sort of thing, is that every 28 and a half years, you are, you complete a cycle of Saturn around the solar system. So it's called a Saturn return. So this year, Saturn returns to where it was on my original birthday for the second time in my life. And supposedly it's a sign of uh, 28 years. Yeah. Is that correct? So you're saying 28 and a half, 28 and a half, 57 and 28 is what? Five. I don't know, Mark, is the math adding up? I I just, my brain just turned off. I I hear that. And um, I'm using approximations. What I did was I looked it up. Oh, science. I get it. Yes. Astrology science. Okay. Yeah, that's right. See, right now that we've gotten that out of the way, the point is Saturn return is supposedly marks a level of like maturity and any unfinished business from the last 28 years that you've been kind of avoiding or not paying attention to becomes much more present in your life. And you you kind of have to deal with it. So the first one's really rough because, of course, at 29, you're not as well developed as you are at 59. Supposedly, uh, the math seems really off. Okay, but we're we're going along in the scientific journey of yours. Astrology, oh, the scientific journey. That's that's it. That's the title for today's podcast. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Astrology, the scientific journey. I love it. That's it. That's our title. All right. Okay, great. All right. So, uh, just uh, chalk one up to me. <laughs> <laughs> How many are you at now? Let's see what it says. One. Yay! One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. Oh, this isn't right. Two can be as bad as one. It's the loneliest number since the number one. Ah. There we go. We've been on for half an hour and no one has joined us. Fuck our friends. No, it's Friday afternoon during business hours on a beautiful day. They're all outside. That was a literal invitation. Any of our friends who want to fuck, please email the hosts at mopedoutlaws.com. I personally am not available for that, but Greg, I'm sure can accommodate you. Depending on your gender or the way you identify. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. If you identify as a Toyota, it might not work out. I I had a Toyota once. <laughs> he left you for another Jedi. Well, I kind of wore him out. Whoa, with that 59 exercise. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> 
Taki punch to the head. <laughs> oh, God. Where did I take this? This is horrific. Back to the shadow. Back to the dun, dark dun, side. Dun, dun. All, all for a laugh. One thing I've learned in 1588. That's number one. I'm bad at math. <laughs> number two, um, humor is really the way to go. And, and, you know, I've had multiple people in my life. Most notably, um, one of my best friends from, from life, Steve Moore, uh, said to me, Mark, why are you so fucking serious? And at the time, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ponder that for the next 20 years. <laughs> and I still ponder it. You know, what's funny is um, my parents were into Est. And there was a teenage camp I went to that was seven days. And there was this very famous exercise at the end of an Est experience that was called the danger exercise where the trainer would stand in front of you and you were just stare at them just like and not move and then they'd tell you what's up with you and the woman who stood in front of me after a bit she said you're too serious and that stuck with me for a while until i was like you know what fuck it who cares right exactly (laughs) so so even to this day, my, my girlfriend, Kathy, sometimes says, oh, I was joking because I respond like I'm so serious when I respond. Right. I'm, and she's like, oh, I can- and then I mean, I mean back to her and I say, well, if, if you were joking, I would have laughed. <laughs> and then she gets upset. And then I go, I'm joking. And then you just do that for 48 minutes. <clears throat> and then back. you go to bed. Angry. You're- Backs turn to each other. Angry. Flatuating as often as possible. (laughs) (laughs) And that's love. D-U-M-B love. Love. D-U-M-B love. That's how you stay warm in the winter. Oh, God. (laughs) Dear God. (laughs) Oh, my God. So what um, do you have planned for tonight? Tonight being Monday night. Monday night. Um, I better double check this because I'm not sure they're going to be open. But there's a a place in Petaluma called the Country Market. And they have the best butterscotch pudding. Oh, I think you've talked about this before. This is not a first time for you and Kathy. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Hey, speaking of crazy. Well, it's not country. It's, it's something else. Petaluma roadkill to table. <laughs> okay. The 101 roadkill to table, infamously located in downtown Petaluma. Come and join us for. Central Market, it's called. What is it called? Central Market. Central Market. Is that on the outskirts? Uh, no, it's right downtown. Ba-bum, right on uh, south, uh, south Park, Petaluma Boulevard. Oh, is it on the... I, I, I get it now. Uh, I was joking. If you were joking, I would have laughed. <laughs> Fuck you! That's it, I'm going to bed! <laughs> Ooh, they're not open on Monday, I just figured out. So it looks like I'm not going there. But they are open Sunday, so maybe I'll go there on Sunday. 
Now, you need something for your actual birthday. Have you ever been to the cheese fondue place that's in Larkspur Landing? I have been there. I have Have been you there. done the dessert thing they do? Uh, not that I remember. Oh, my God. You would remember it. It's fucking like they have this huge tub of melted caramel and a huge tub of melted fudge. And then they bring this plate of fresh fruit and chocolate chip cookie pieces and brownie pieces. Oh, wait, wait. I have done this. I have done this. And you just, God dang. Bodie wanted to go there for her birthday. And Mm -hmm. we did it. And we were all stuff from dinner and then they brought the dessert and we still went for it that was such a decadent night man i do not want to feel that way on my birthday like i i have over ate enough in my life i know how that feels it's it's a total mouth trip and then it's a bad body trip after that like i i do not need to do that but the thing about um the central market is that the the cup of of butterscotch pudding is is small it's very rich it comes with whipped cream on top too and it's like it's that thing where you you eat it and you're like oh only there were like a little bit more right (laughs) which is exactly the kind of like uh dessert experience i think you want to have yeah what about fenton's were you a fenton's fan when you were in these well i lived in oakland so i went and I, i did I never had that birthday party myself, but I went to birthday parties where they had like, I forget what they call it, the chaos thing where they'd make this bowl full of scoops of ice cream and bananas and whipped cream. And then they'd run around with it on their shoulders with. Oh, that was Farrell's. Oh, you're thinking of Farrell's. That's what I remember. Farrell's was when they did the run around the siren and yeah. Fenton's was up on the hill, still is, up on the hill. Mm, and on Piedmont Avenue. Oh, really? There were two of them? Yeah. No, I think you're making up stories now. Okay, well. That's a Google we'll, we'll, we'll never know. Yeah, we will. Tune in next week. We'll talk about <laughs> what the Fenton's. <laughs> like, that's a quiz we should do. <laughs> what about, have you been to the Buckeye? At there and I have. I have been had their some more pie. Oh, I haven't had their s'mores pie. Oh, it's very delicious. <clears throat> very delicious. Mm. Yeah. What other great- So you're right. I gotta come up with another plan for Monday. At this point, um I don't have much of a plan. <laughs> um normally I watch Below Deck, Mediterranean, the reality show about being on a boat. What the fuck? That's what you do for your birthday? That is a no, birthday. but on Mondays. Oh. That's crazy. Hey, did you guys start Mrs. Maisel? Yeah. What do you think? How I far into it? We've been, well, we ration it because last time we burned through it in like one night, we watched the whole season. We were like, oh, God, no. Oh, my God. We like it so much. Shitting. No. So what so season we, are you on? The final, se- the last season. The oh, latest. really? Yeah. Well, you have to ration it because they're just rolling out one episode a week. Well, we had we had several that oh, had okay. built up because we hadn't started it yet. So, did you see the Ferris wheel scene? No. Okay. 
Oh, wait, yes. When they're yelling at each other from the top of the... Yes. That was so damn funny. Yeah. And I love her dad going, what's going on? Just like totally... <laughs> that was so damn funny. Yeah, in the episode we watched last night, they were um, at a bar mitzvah. All right, and- don't say anything. I haven't seen that episode yet. Okay. All right. That's enough. Bar mitzvah. That says it all. <laughs> the reading uh, of the Torah. Oh, yeah. I remember them talking about how he got an Aaliyah and they're like, you don't even fucking know. They don't, you know, yeah, I got an Aaliyah. (laughs) It gets Uh, good. It's a cut. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. She's hilarious. Like one of the things that I noticed was after we watched that show, Kathy and I kind of talk fast and we say things like in a snappy dialogue kind of way. That's awesome. And that, that whole show the script it's just like boom 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 yes. boom, boom that was what was brilliant with that ferris wheel scene is the yeah. cuts and the edit and the dialogue it was just funny man the pacing of of the of the way yeah. the banter right that's yeah. the word banter exactly it's really good and the accents um yeah uh <clears throat> the other yeah. thing we've been watching is um pam and tommy Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) This is highbrow and lowbrow. Holy Christ. It's actually kind of interesting to see the perspective of, you know, the way it pans out for her and, and, you know, how Tommy ends up corrupting her and (laughs) corrupting her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was all Tommy's fault. Pamela was just, if you watch this show and you believe the narrative of this show, it is Tommy's fault. Well, I find that hard to believe. You know what they say? You can leave a whore at the door. But wait, they don't say that. You're going to say something about a horse to water, but you came up short. That's yeah. what she said. Ba-bum-bum. <laughs> Get out of the ice tub, please. I've always thought Pamela was cool. I like her vibe. Yeah. Did you um, see the roast where Courtney Cox was on it? And Courtney Cox was such a fucking train wreck. Oh my were god! Were they roasting Courtney Cox? No, they were roasting Pamela. Oh, and Courtney was one of the people on the diocese to roast her, and oh, she was a train wreck. Wow, I fucking love her music, and she's been great in some movies. I'm sure you know. You know, you don't mean Courtney Cox. No, I mean, that's right. Courtney Love. Love. Sorry. Sorry, Courtney Cox. My bad. My bad, friends. Why? She's not that funny. Why is she on the Friends lady on on a roast? We are just giving Courtney Cox no credit at all. Courtney Love. Who I'd like to give less credit to. But, fuck, she's done great work. She's a force to be reckoned with, man. She She is. is a force to be reckoned with. Any woman that would name her band Whole has balls. Fuck yeah, and that's fucking great music, man. I love that music. Yeah. Have you um, any interest in seeing the Dave Grohl movie, Hotel 666, or whatever it's called? A little bit, a little bit, because I want to see Whitney Cummings naked. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even know that was even available. I don't actually know if it is or not. Yeah, You know, I'm not into, like, gore horror, which is what the movie is, but... Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I just want to... 
Well, I just wanted to go see it because it's a Foo Fighters movie. I'm yeah, not really yeah. that interested in gore. That's what it is. It's a gore movie. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. Like you could look at the Red Band trailer and the, um, what instrument does he play? I think he, shoot. Anyway, one of the band members, um, dies. You see the saw, he's having sex with Whitney and this saw blade comes out of the bed right through her body and into his. And it's in the red band trailer. And I was like, oh. What's the Red Band trailer? Red Band trailers are um, rated R trailers. So if you go to YouTube mm-hmm. and you look up sick, you know, Studio Six 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 Red Band trailer, mm-hmm. you'll have to log into YouTube to because they want to know you're eighteen to be able to watch it. I get it. Right, right, right. Get it. Now it could be something simply where they say like "fuck" in the um, trailer. Trailer and. You know, but in this case, they just show a bit of the gore and chaos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I wanted to see that before this conversation. Now I'm not so sure. Uh, the new Batman movie's out this weekend. Yeah, I have no interest in that at all. I'm having a heart attack. I'm dying. Yeah. I think it's going to be good. I I can totally see why you're going to be into this movie. And um, uh, I've just, I've been bludgeoned to death with Batman movies and uh, no, nothing really <laughs> moves the needle for me anymore. Um, there is an element of, of that. I feel myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> what I honestly, if I was going to ask for the Batman movie that I would most love, it would be more like a adult drama where we explore the, the difficult and complex nature of the Bruce Wayne character and his under his hidden anger that breaks through when Batman, when he goes to get to become the Batman. I think that's a lot. No, there's still way too much action, like no exploding cars, like I want to see the 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 the, the emotional. going to create the Batman movie that no one goes sees. <laughs> I don't well, get it. There's already two been three or four of, of those, so I won't be alone when I do that. And I'm I'm in no hurry to make that. But to me, that's the the interesting part of the character is how damaged Bruce Wayne is, and the way that he gets damaged by his parents being murdered, and how. You know, money corrupts him, and he, you know, like that to me is an interesting story. That was that, a huge element of the Dark Knight series. Yeah, I mean, they've tried. The whole thing with Heath Ledger and the as the Joker was that scene in the police station in the jail. You know, that was all about that. How they're really the same person, right? Right. That's that to me, but I would like to see it go even more, you know, towards the, like, do we want to like this guy? I don't think we want to like this guy. So you want my dinner with Batman? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, ever since I was a little boy, I've wanted to have dinner with Batman. (laughs) I want to make a two hour movie where we're at this dinner and we're just talking about life and (laughs) Can I can I play with your utility belt, Batman? <laughs> Not until you're sixty nine. 
Oh my God. Yeah. So I actually dressed up as Batman when my sister came home, when my sister was born, when my sister Doran was born, um, she brought a Batmobile home to me as part of a present for, for, you know, so the you fact that my mom was going to be paying attention to her and not me. Right. Was um, she the second in the family? Yeah. And you were the first. I was the first. That was very Another good. prominent Batman movie or Batman thing that I remember is that um, when I was about eight, I got a Halloween costume that was a pretty good Batman Halloween costume. And I remember wearing it, you know, uh, long after Halloween just to, to wear it. And uh, we had this big white station wagon, like a, a 1970. No, it was a 68, I think, Buick station wagon, white. And, uh, you know, my dad was busy a lot. And so this one Saturday, I've been, I was in my Batman costume and he's like, come on, we're going to the post office. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. And I'm like, Batman in the Batmobile. And he gets in and we're playing. And we, we roll into the parking lot at the post office and I open the door and I jump out and I slip and I fall in a bunch of puke that someone had puked in my Batman. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, oh, oh Jesus yeah. Christ. This was a great story until you hit that ending. Damn, I was expecting like, so my dad was really busy. And so one day I was in my Batman costume. And I went and painted the car black. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we stopped a robbery at the post office. They were going to steal stamps. God. We caught the guy trying what to steal the stamps. Did your dad take you right home? What? What? After you slipped in that, did your dad take you I home? Had, and just I had, you had to take the costume off. So you went into the post office in your undies? No, I had, you know, you know, Halloween costumes. You got to kind of wear stuff under them. And so I never did. Well, that explains a lot. Thank you. <laughs> anyway yeah that was like that was the end of my fascination with batman <laughs> oh so you have this weird psychological trip of batman because you slipped in puke with your dad and he has a weird psychological trip with outlaws because they shot his parents you see how close you guys are i could be a moped batman exactly that's what i'm saying my right. dinner with batman <laughs> my dinner with batman <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. <laughs> L-O-U-D and clear, my friend. Yes, yes. <sighs> yeah, so um, Batman, the, what were the other superheroes I collected? I, I collected Shang-Chi Master of Kung Fu comics before anyone yep. really knew who that was. Yep, I did. That was one of my... I've, <clears throat> Fu Manchu. Um. What was his dad's name? It wasn't Fu Manchu. No. It was something like that. Um, <clears throat> I was also into this old TV show, Space 1999, Star Trek, the original mm -hmm. series. What about Iron Fist? Did you collect Iron Fist? I didn't collect Iron Fist, but I read a few of Iron Fist. I collected Iron Fist. And then... Um, <clears throat> And you were into Space 1999. I wasn't so into Space 1999. Right? It was Mission Impossible on the Moon. Yeah, it just it seemed like low-budget Star Trek. And Star Trek was low-budget enough. Yeah, right? That's just so true. 
It's so true. Um, what about outer limits? That was a great one. Yeah, totally. That was scary, man. I remember like loving Twilight Zone and Outer Limits being like Twilight Zone, but kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Rod Serling came out with Night Gallery, and the first season was fucking freaky. Remember Night Gallery? Um, I remember not being allowed to watch it. It was scary. Yeah. I remember that part that it was like my mom and dad didn't want me up, like all freaked out after that. So like, no, no that, night gallery. Never that kind of, but I remember the first ones were like that. And then it kind of fell off pretty quick. Yeah. It's hard to maintain good horror. You know, I was just having a kind Unless of sad married. thought. Um, I was like, well, what's my most memorable birthday? That's a good question. What is your most memorable birthday? I have no idea. Really? I don't remember any of them. I don't remember them. That's crazy. Really? Like I'm even just going like, what did I do last year? Well, you've probably stayed in your house. Well, that's true. That I did. I, um, in the year before, you probably stayed in your house. Well, I know we went to the bridge, even though it was uh, COVID. Really? Yeah. You broke the law? It wasn't against the law to go outside for exercise. Yes, it was. They were shooting people on the bridge. Remember, in 2020, it, we hadn't even locked down on March 7th yet. Oh, you're right. It was just like something's going on in Europe. <laughs> oh, something's going on somewhere. And in 2021, we were just just starting to get vaccines, and it was like, okay, we're semi-open. And so going to the bridge was totally easy. So um so you have no, actually the most birthday. memorable birthday party I had was when I turned 40. Uh, we threw a party at the Muir Beach Community Center, and I was playing with a band called String Theories at that point, which was with Mike Healy and um, a bunch of people. And we, we had a massive blowout at that spot, and all my friends and relatives came. Um, I think I was there. Wasn't Shoshana there? Yes. Yeah, I do recall that. That was a very fun party. It really was. was My sister Jennifer stood up and she roasted me so hard. Nice. Like she really roasted me hard. I was a little bit upset with her after that. Like my wife at the time, Mary, was pissed. She's like, why don't you let your sister do that to you? And I was like, it's a roast, honey. Come on, relax. That's a good yeah. roast. Yeah. Um, Walked away a little singed. Yeah. So that that was a really good time. And uh, I had a uh, really cool guitar setup where in those days I was using a small little foot pedal that had two outputs. And so I had a stereo guitar rig. And so because it was my birthday, I got to do kind of whatever I wanted with stage. And so I put one side on way far left and the other way far right. So that my guitar was just covering the whole stage and guitar sound. That was super fun. And I, um, I was smoking weed in those days that might explain why I don't remember so many birthdays, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) well, that's a good one to remember. You remembered that one. Hey, what started the bridge walk? I know you've told me, but I kind of was trying to tell one of my kids started it. Um, wasn't it like the anniversary walk where they closed the bridge? No, was that wasn't it. Birthday? I just made it up one year. I was just like, what do I want to do? I want to walk the bridge. 
I think it was when I was uh, 42 was when I started doing it. Wow. So it's been a long time. Yeah. It's been a long tradition. It's been a 15 year tradition now. Wow. Has Kathy joined you the, ever since you guys were together? Yeah. She's been to everyone. Yeah. So um, if those of you are hearing this on Monday, um, I didn't know. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if you did and have to do a, a correct like a, a little post. If you did jump. <laughs> Memorial will be. Just don't do it, Mark. I won't. I won't. Don't you worry about a thing. Don't you worry about a thing, my friend. Mama. Cause I'll be dancing on the side when you check it. Um, we're almost at the end. Yeah. So this has been a fun experiment and, uh, hopefully it's been as entertaining for you to listen to me talk about myself as it was for me to talk about myself. Um, I think I've it's attempted to be funny at various times and other times I've just been funny looking. <laughs> okay. Uncle, F- uncle Fester. Is that his name? Yeah. Uncle Fester. I'm, I could play him for sure. Yes, absolutely. You know, Rob Zombie's uh, d- doing a new Munsters movie right now. He's we should call him. Oh, they're, they're, are they shooting already? Yeah. Yeah. They and he's in, he's in, um, he's in uh, like, near Ukraine. Like, I think he's shooting in Hungary. Oh, weird. Yeah. Wild. Well, and, and just, I'm super excited for Indiana Jones five, which I heard wrapped right. shooting last week. you really, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Indiana Jones. And the, what do you call those walkers? Oh, Indiana Jones and the vat of Ben gay. Yeah, Indiana, Indiana Jones and the Golden Walker. <laughs> I have a feeling that um, this is the last time Indiana Jones will be alive. Indiana Jones and the indentured dentures. Yeah. So that's they pass it on to his son, like they kind of tried to do with um, what's his name? It's Indiana Jones and the Lost Keys. The lost car keys. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my hat? It's Indiana on your head, Dad. In the oh. assisted living. <laughs> Where's my keys? We don't let you drive anymore, Indy. <laughs> Where's my hat? It's on your head, Dad. <laughs> my dinner with Indiana Jones and Batman. <laughs> yeah, that was my dream last night. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, I hope that you get a birthday surprise tonight. I hope so, too. I'm sure I will be surprised if I get a surprise. (laughs) Recording stopped.